This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, a review finds the State Department did not do enough communicating with other agencies in the beginning of the pandemic. One congressman is hoping to bring back some Trump-era policies that President Biden got rid of when he took over. And GSA's way of identifying contractors as a final day when it will be put out to pasture. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. About 20% of all federal agency staff working abroad evacuated their posts during the first year of the COVID-19 pandemic, but the State Department did not communicate key elements of its global evacuation policy to the 26 agencies whose employees also work in embassies and consulates overseas. The Government Accountability Office says agencies at first did not have sufficient information to help them determine which staff should remain overseas and which should be evacuated. Agency officials told GAO they did not know whether state would reauthorize its global evacuation orders until a week before it was about to expire every month. The Social Security Administration is hiring retired staff to manage crowds at field offices as in-person service ramps up. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. SSA leadership anticipates crowds and wait times for customers seeking assistance for at least the first month of the agency reopening its doors to walk in traffic. In a solicitation obtained by Federal News Network, SSA has called on agency retirees to help with office reentry and to reopen field offices to the public. SSA says it's looking for temporary support at at least 400 field offices. The agency plans to hire retirees to work in field offices for up to 30 days, but may extend assignments depending on office needs. Jory Heckman Federal News Network. Lawmakers want a major review of the challenges agencies face in complying with the Freedom of Information Act. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports. Lawmakers are asking the Government Accountability Office for a comprehensive study of systemic issues agencies face in meeting their FOIA obligations. They want more information on government-wide challenges before they potentially craft new reforms to the open records law. The request comes as Attorney General Merrick Garland directs agencies to apply a presumption of openness when processing FOIA requests. The federal FOIA backlog has steadily grown in recent years, reaching approximately 142,000 cases at the end of fiscal year 2020. Justin Doubleday. Federal News Network. Republican Congressman Jody Heiss wants to revive several executive orders from former President Donald Trump. Heiss has introduced a bill to modernize the federal workforce, which includes a new version of the now-canceled Schedule F executive order. The Accountable Federal Employees Act would address obstacles to disciplining or removing ineffective federal workers. The bill would create reforms to streamline employee removal procedures, limit time that's used for union activities, and minimize delays in collective bargaining negotiations. The National Science Foundation established its first new directorate in more than 30 years. The Technology, Innovation and Partnerships, or TIP, aims to accelerate the development of new technologies and products to address some of the biggest needs of society. Through TIP, NSF will launch a set of integrated initiatives to advance critical and emerging technologies, accelerate the translation of research results from the lab to market, and cultivate new education paths to ensure a diverse and skilled workforce. Erwin Ganchandani will lead the TIP and be the Assistant Director for Technology, Innovation, and Partnerships. 
In the world of federal contracting, the venerable Dunn's numbers are done for. Federal News Network's Tom Temin explains. The General Services Administration has been trying to replace Dunn & Bradstreet Dunn's numbers to identify contractors for years. Now it will, starting April 4th. That's when the System for Award Management, or SAM, will start using a government-issued number called the Unique Entity ID. SAM.gov will be down for the April 1st weekend to program in the switchover. Companies listed in SAM already have their unique IDs. GSA has generated two and a half million of them. Tom Temin, Federal News Network. Policymakers are laying the groundwork to establish a new commercial geospatial intelligence data program office. The 2022 Intelligence Authorization Act directs the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency and the National Reconnaissance Office to come up with a plan for establishing the office. Both agencies have made efforts to work more closely with the fast-growing commercial satellite industry, but officials say sifting through the vast amounts of commercial space data is a challenge. The new data program office would be housed within the NRO, but include personnel from NGA as well. The Defense Department makes almost a billion dollars in network modernization awards. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has those details. The Pentagon's 52,000 telephone lines for voice calls that run on copper wires are going the way of the dinosaur. DOD is moving the entire Pentagon reservation to an integrated IP environment for voice and video services under a $515 million deal with Verizon. At the same time, DOD made another award to Verizon to modernize the voice, video, and data network services for more than 370 locations across the National Capital Region. And a third award to Verizon is an $18 million task order for similar services to Fort Belvoir. All three of these awards come under the Enterprise Infrastructure Solutions, or EIS, program. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. Some big names in the defense community will be helping to formulate the military's next posture review. The Strategic Posture Review looks at the long-term policy of the U.S.'s nuclear policy and sets plans for the best way forward. Some of the nominees for the committee to create the new plan include John Hyten, former vice chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, and former Senator John Kyle. The Air Force has a new head of its scientific advisory board. Dr. Nil Sandell has been appointed to the position as part of what's been a year-long effort to restart the board's operations after a Pentagon review of all DOD advisory committees directed by the defense secretary. The Air Force says the board has provided a steady flow of independent scientific and technical advice to the department's leadership for over 75 years. And military families are feeling the pressure of inflation. A new study shows what exactly is on service members' minds. Here's Federal News Network's Scott Massioni. Military spouse employment tops the list of stressors for service member families. 43% of families reported the issue as a top concern. Military spouses face unemployment at a much higher level than the national average. The rate currently sits at about 20%. Factors adding to spouses missing out on jobs include constant moves with their partners and lack of child care. The Defense Department's taking some steps to help, like holding job fairs with businesses for remote positions. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcast. I'm Eric White. Reconnect with a carpool or van pool. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others that live and work near or at the same place as you. Prefer taking the bus or train? There's never been a better time to reconnect with transit. Plus, you have the added comfort of knowing Guaranteed Ride Home is there for any unexpected emergency for free. For more options, visit commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. Some restrictions apply.